0: So what's going on podcast, Paul here back with another episode and I'm really, really excited to show you this. This is one that I've been speaking about for a while, I've dropped it in a couple of episodes before about wanting to start a new series called Behind the Real where essentially I get on influencers, people with quite a big social media following, people with influence online and really get to know them a little bit more because... I believe that a lot of influencers need to start questioning what they're influencing, and we can easily find ourselves comparing ourselves to them, comparing ourselves to their success, what they're showing on social media, and and what I believe with social media is, you know, it's so positive for a lot of it, but sometimes it can be very negative for our mental health, because all people post are their highlight reels. They post their highlight reels, they'll never post a... Um, negative side to maybe what's going on in their life right now and we need more honesty, we need more authenticity on social media and I'm hoping that this series brings it and the first guest is Darren Branch. Darren is someone that I reached out to on Instagram after spotting him on Instagram and I drove to his house in Peterborough and sat down with him and got talking and honestly you're going to hear a few clips in a minute before we jump into the actual full
1: interview. This blew me away. I'll leave it there. Likes and comments, we all like likes. We put a picture on, who doesn't like to get a few likes? Who doesn't like to get a nice comment? Again, everybody always sees a happy smiley face or a couple online or a big grin and everyone's so happy. I try and be more real than that because I have days where I don't want to get out of bed. Mm. Everybody who's listened to this, uh, if anybody's got depression or anxiety or or those feelings, a big cloud that comes over you on your shoulders, they will know exactly what I'm talking about. I read in this list and there was 10 points on this list if you think you might have depression and I had nine of these points. Yeah. I literally broke down and cried. Mm. I read that and thought, shit, excuse me, Grinch. that's me. I need to go to the doctors.
0: So welcome to a new video series called Behind the Real. I'm here with Darren who's invited me into his amazing home today. And this series is always about kind of bringing on influencers like Darren and trying to get to know a little bit more about them. So if we jump in, when I saw you on Instagram, I've been in the men's industry before and you kind of popped up and I was amazed by your engagement. I was amazed by... It was very different from a lot of the other men's influencers. Um, So kind of, if we can, how did you get started with
1: Instagram? All right, Paul. Um, Basically... I've always been into fashion, menswear. I um, like to look after myself. And uh, Instagram for me started really with my uh, my partner. She was having pictures taken. Um, I quite liked it, liked being around it. Um, so I decided to one day have a few pictures and test the water, is the truth. 48 years old and um, not trying to compete with anyone 28 or 25 or anything like that. And just dropped a few pictures on the Facebook, uh, Twitter and uh, obviously Instagram, which is the main one. The rest is history. (laughs) It just exploded over a period of time, really. So um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride. It's it's different, you know. It's um, keep yourself young and active as possible, and just be real. Yeah, yeah. My Instagram for me is about being real. What you see online and what you've seen, you've contacted me, obviously. What you see today is what you see online. Mm. I don't sort of pretend to be something I'm not. If I'm online and I'm stood near a, a Lamborghini, I'm not telling people that's my Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling people I like cars, but I wish it was my Lamborghini, if Which I think well, this
0: is why I wanted you on here first, because I think that's what's great about you in comparison to a lot of influencers. So the whole aim of this is to try and break down that wall of that highlight reel that people post out on mm-hmm. Instagram, and I was very guilty of that sort of right. a couple of years ago. Um, so kind of you're talking about being authentic with your
1: posts um what do you kind of share well basically um again you've seen on my page um everybody likes having pictures taken normally me included at the right angle with the right look um i've got lots of jackets lots of outfits i've been very fortunate this year with lots of brands that i've been in contact with um normally walking shots sitting down shots Standing still shots with a car, with a bike, or, or something. But again, it's all the things I normally like doing. Mm. Um, the fashion thing for me, I don't believe, um, fashion's on the high street, obviously. A lot of my shots are in the high street. I've recently done a collaboration with Men with Street Style, which has been very good for me, and Men with Class. They contacted me um, just to try and get that natural shot out there, really, and that natural look you would always see me in white sneakers or trainers or shoes, whatever mm. you want to call them. Uh, normally a pair of jeans, shirt, sweater, coat, jacket, whatever, sunglasses. took me over a year to not wear sunglasses, to be honest with you. Yeah. But your confidence grows online. Uh, the engagement I get and the comments I'll get, it just makes me feel good. Mm. That also helps with my mental health as well a little bit, to be honest with you, which we can talk about today. Um, but, yeah, it's just basically a smart, casual. Um, one of the real big influencers from Germany messaged me once about eight or nine months ago saying, keep it this type of look, which I've got on today really. Um, my, more my age group, my account will do better. But I've never really tried to look 28 or 25. Yeah, yeah. I'm not competing with anybody of that age group. In fact, I'm not competing with anybody at all. Only myself to be honest with you. I beat myself up some days um, over it. So yeah, I just try to keep it real as possible as natural as possible and what you see is what you get and Mm -hmm. i think that works yeah
0: and you touched on a little bit about mental health i remember when we've exchanged a couple of messages you said that you know mental health is something that's close to your heart and and off off camera you kind of said that it helps with your mental health but also impacts your mental health in some way so if you can explain that a little bit
1: um i've been through um, bouts of anxiety depression over the years. I'm pretty much self-taught myself how to control that. I'm not away from that situation. Again, everybody always sees a happy smiley face or a couple online or a big grin and everyone's so happy. I try and be more real than that because I have days where I don't want to get out of bed. Mm. Everybody who's listened to this, uh, if anybody's got depression or anxiety or or those feelings, a big cloud that comes over you on your shoulders, they will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and then other days I can't get out of bed quick enough doing my press-ups I do that every day by the way <laughs> that's one of the things that I try and do with my mental health we can, mm. we can talk about with exercise but with the mental health side of things um, yeah I've just learned to control it and that's taken about 10 years working for myself doesn't help that because it can be a lonely environment yeah. so Instagram as for me, it's, it's given me lots of opportunities, lots of collaborations. But one of the most important things for the Instagram, it's given me a lot of confidence, obviously. Um, I don't want you to get that mixed up with cockiness or big headedness, because I think you know now from yeah, yeah. what you've seen, I'm not like that at all, and I wouldn't want anyone to think that. Um, but apart from the mental health thing as well, the community that I've met and the people that I've met, one in, t- person in particular, his name's Tony Barbario from Amsterdam. Um, we've become almost like brothers I've had the guy over here in the UK for his first time and just little things like that really every single person that I've met online I've met in London or Amsterdam or have been to New York I've been all over the place all these different places they've all been really nice people mm-hmm. male and female and same with my partner as well she's always been with me apart from one occasion and um, the stigma of what you see online and with certain people and with certain things I agree with, it's fake. It can be very fake, but what I've experienced is the opposite. So, made lots of friends, uh, lots of contacts, lots of collaborations now, which are coming through thick and fast as the time's gone on. That don't happen up, up overnight, obviously. My mental health issues have definitely improved, uh, not just because of um, Instagram, but because of my fitness and looking after myself, what we eat, how we live. Um, so yeah it's, it's all positive for me yeah. um, it's not a negative
0: negative. and I think we touched on that before and I, I've, I've mentioned it many times about social media is seen as a very negative there was something recently about you know, social media, media being the cause of young suicides and um, I, I personally think su- social media has a lot of bad points which is why I'm Definitely. trying to do this, this yeah. series but at the same time as you say it brings community we've connected through it this interview's happened because of social media you've met some people from it um, and you were talking about likes and comments How does that make you feel? You said it makes you feel good Yeah,
1: well basically, first of all, the reason I'm doing this interview today is because obviously the, the mental health situation You contacted me, you've travelled for two hours So I feel that if guys prepared to travel, set up in my home, yeah, yeah. cameras, which I'm, by the way I'm pretty nervous about like. But um, <laughs> with all this situation, and um, I'm prepared to sit here and talk to you mm likes and comments we all like likes we put a picture on who doesn't like to get a few likes who doesn't like to get a nice comment Um, again it's only a positive for me um, because of my age range and I think people respect that as well Mm. it's a bit different you think differently I believe every five years in life for someone you're 15 to 20 to 25 to 30 to 35 to 40 you're 28 you said in five years time you'll be thinking completely different Mm. one of my old bosses told me that years ago and it's true uh, the suicide thing and the the mental health thing for the youngsters, I believe, yeah, it's a lot of pressure for them. They see online this guy with a big chest and the, yeah. the, the, the six-pack, by the way, I'm breathing in, uh, <laughs> with, with the six-pack and all that. and They think they all, all of a sudden they've got to look like that. Well, when I was... 15 growing up I was looking at magazines with them same guys in there the men's health magazines thinking oh I've got to do me weights oh, I've got to look like mm. that but nowadays it's in front of them 24-7 yeah, yeah. if they want it so yeah it, it can be too much pressure but again keep it real but you can't tell an 18 year old to keep it real because they look at you and I'm 48 and they think, what's that old git going yeah, on about? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're not gonna listen. When they get there, they'll realize that you're telling the truth. Yeah. But I was no different at 18. It's just that there wasn't no social media around there.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, if, if, you, if, you, if you're okay with sharing, so yeah. obviously getting to know you a little bit now, you know, great house, you know, nice clothes, um, you know, seem like a successful guy, you're talking about business. Everything and a lot of people would sort of see all of that and say, Why would you be suffering with depression? You know, the same with my dad. You know, Mm -hmm. why did my dad fall depressed and why did my dad take his life? It was always the question. (laughs) So, so, so what kind of um, what was it for you? Like, is there anything that you can kind of remember?
1: What caused my Mm. depression? I don't really know, possibly with pressures at home a few years ago, or with pressures of being in business on your own, the waking up every Monday morning not knowing if you're gonna earn any money, is the phone gonna ring, you know, am I gonna sell anything today, or am I gonna earn any money, and you've got a big mortgage, and you've got children, and cars, and everyday life, the same as everybody else at the end of the day. Um, and having that pressure, I used to work for a big large company doing sales, before that I was a builder, So, I went from the building trade, uh, bricklaying environment, very male environment, to a sales environment 20 years ago, literally um, last October. A lot of pressure came onto myself. Yes, I I did all right out of it, I did well out of it, but it wasn't through a lot of anxiety and pressure. Um, I had a divorce as well, which doesn't help. Um, So, there's lots of reasons why somebody can be depressed. Mm. I believe the main reason it stemmed from something that you've either got too much time on your hands, not busy enough, this is only my opinion by the way, or something triggered it somewhere. I never really know what triggered mine. Um, and I didn't even know until I Googled it one day, and this was over 15 years ago, and I started Googling and reading uh, signs of feeling, you can't be bothered to get out of bed, tearful, tired or mm. stressed or whatever yes I've suffered from stress as well obviously I don't want a violin or anything like that I read in this list and there was 10 points on this list if you think you might have depression and I had 9 of these points yeah. I literally broke down and cried mm. I read that and thought shit excuse me, bench. that's me I need to go to the doctors didn't go carried on carried on carried on A couple of years later looked at it again I had 10 on that list went to the doctor, he said, right, first thing is you've got anxiety, de- uh, depression, severe, uh, you need these pills, um, the stigma of taking pills for mm. depression and, and everything else, so I came out of there, got in my car, um, it wasn't a very good time of my life at that particular time, I was 40 years old, I'd lost everything, which is the truth, and uh, sat in my car, in tears, thinking, blimey, what's happened? Uh, my life's just gone upside down I'm in tears I'm 40 years old I should be over loving my 40s not in you know which is what I'm doing now um, I didn't take the pills what I decided to do was I've always been into fitness a little bit I went to my local boxing gym Vic's boxing gym in Peterborough and um, obviously met Helen as well and also just trained 5-6 days a week really really hard mm. and after about 3 months I went back to the doctors and I just said to him um I'm not going to lie, I haven't taken the pills, but I do feel a little bit better, but it's more controllablely better. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And he went, well, that's releasing good endorphins, Darren, mm. in your brain, exactly the same way as the pill is. So he said, I suggest you don't take the pills and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. The stigma of that is everyone is going to say oh yeah, well it's alright for you and it's uh, you've done that but I've got to take these pills. If if you have to take the pills take them. I believe that. If you have a cold or a headache you take a paracetamol. So it's the same thing. Mm. So would I take them pills if I had to again? Yeah, yeah, I would. Did I know? Am I pleased I didn't? Yeah, I am pleased I didn't. Um, So the gym for me was not only a good place again for more confidence and socializing but the releasing the good endorphins that a good workout gave me i realized that's how i'm going to control this situation so i, I made it of trying to eat healthy i'm not a lot i'm not a big drinker anyway I have a couple of drinks don't smoke go to the gym look after yourself um, so that's part of one of the, the parcels the second thing what i've also realized Uh, what did it for me to make me feel good was a bright sunny day like today Mm. we've closed the nets there Mm. the curtain of the blinds Um, but and now I'm sitting in here talking to you on this interview really I should be out there getting some rays but the truth the truth is sunshine again releases the vitamin D good endorphins so became a bit of a sun worshipper yes with the sun cream and everything else but so uh, a, a day like today Everybody feels better. They wake up in the morning, they open the curtains or whatever, and it's a bright blue sky day. Fantastic. Mm. Go to the gym, have a workout, whatever time of day that may be. Get it done. I treat that like going to the gym as cleaning my teeth, going to the toilet. It's the same thing. It's a daily routine. I have about twenty minutes a day. I don't kill myself these days. I used to train really hard, try and have the six pack and (laughs) the big shoulders and everything else what you see in the magazines, yeah. you've got to be um, completely 100% dedicated, I wasn't for that sort of thing, it was more, and I, and I openly admit this, and one of my posts about a year ago, I said I actually go to the gym to give my mind a rest, and that is the truth, yeah, yeah. so I go to the gym for that reason. Because you have to be very present when you're, when you're working
0: out, it's very focused in on
1: on the workout and... Yeah, I used to do a lot of boxing training, I'm no boxer or anything like that, but I do that... That's of... probably one of the most... Present, yeah. I do a lot training, of sport. Do do? We used to do a lot of sparring on a Friday evening or Saturday morning uh, with the lads, and a lot of them were a lot younger. And do you know what? Mixing with the younger lads and being around uh, the lads down the gym, having a spar again. Not pretending to be a boxer or anything like that, but I got a half decent level of sparring. And the only thing I'm thinking about while I was doing that, I've back a couple of years now, I was literally not getting punched in the face, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. punching someone in the face. Yeah. Um, have a hug afterwards. And I can always remember saying, we used to go for a coffee after that. I've always liked the coffee at Starbucks, the little plug for you Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> used to be Costa. Tell you're an influencer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, um, then we go and talk about it. We aches and pains, but I'd have such a good feeling i mm. have done it on a Saturday morning or, or a Friday evening. Been black and blue, aching like mad. Feel like i have been run over, but the endorphins that used to come through and the confidence it works I don't spar anymore because uh, my nose is big enough anyway but I've got some little red spots there and it just comes up so and it would literally feel like I've been run over by a double decker bus if I uh, started sparring now so we do 20 minutes a day a few press ups a little bit of jogging on on the running machine and very basic stuff just to get the indoor things going but the boxing side of things definitely helped me
0: yeah I think that's a very key point I mean I always say mental health is very treated as this one size fits all approach it's it's Typically, the doctors will prescribe antidepressants. Yeah. You know, same with my dad. Um, you know, therapy, talking therapy, but we know there's huge waiting lists for that. So I'm, I'm glad that you spoke about exercise and nutrition because I think it's finding what works for you. You know, some people might not like boxing because. Oh, absolutely. You know, so it's it's really it's really an individual thing, isn't it? And and if we can just quickly go back to um, that moment where you sort of went to the doctors, do you think it was a, a real gradual? Thing to, to reach that depression or do you think it was just a kind of overnight?
1: I think it was a gradual thing but I hadn't realised it and I couldn't realise why I was in tears some days and I couldn't realise why um, I was feeling sorry for myself and that lack of motivation and lack of energy even though I've always kept myself fairly fit um, I've always eaten fairly good foods um,
0: Do you think you judged yourself as well because of being that sort of alpha male?
1: And- yeah, I was, I've... And I was born in 1970, you, you don't talk about depression and uh, on the building site, you know, and, and all those sort of things. Uh, so, for me, when I read those 10 points and I had nine of them, the alarm bells were ringing in my head mm. oh my God, I've got depression. Oh my God, I've got anxiety. I've got all these things on this list. And I panicked. I daredn't go to the doctors and say, Look, I've got all these because I was scared that he was going to give me a load of pills or take yeah. me into some sort of reading. Place and not come out, you know. So yeah, it took quite a bit of time to get there, but in the end, I had no choice but to go. And um, by talking about it, I think I've I've spoke about it from day one because well, anybody that knows me personally will know I wear my heart on my sleeve, so mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to talk about it. And if for me, same with the Instagram thing, I don't really like the brand influencer, if I'm totally honest with you, because I don't see myself that way, but a lot yeah, of people yeah. are saying that now. Um, all I'm doing is showing my wardrobe off. But basic, the basically, um, what I'm really trying to say is if I can influence, then, if that's the word you want to use, one person to go to the doctors to get help, or one person to look at my Instagram or my lifestyle and say, I want to do that, or for one person, which I get quite a lot of this by the way, DM me and where did you get that from, or where did you get this from, and I really like your style, I really like the way you live, or I like everything what you do, does that give me confidence? Yes. But if I can help one person, all this today is mm. worth it. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, 100%. It's, 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 it's again one of the reasons why I wanted you on because I agree. I don't like people that label themselves influencers. Mm. You know, for me, I look at you, I look at your engagement, and I say you've got influence mm. and you, you've got the right intention. I think there's a lot of influencers out there that are doing this because they now know they can make money from it and they're doing they're creating posts that they know that they can get likes even if it maybe isn't affecting people in a positive yeah definitely
1: 100% way if you want to talk about the Instagram thing we'll talk about that again a little bit more Um, what you've just said there I agree with completely Um, I turn down now 95% of brands or bracelets or watches or whatever it may be I'm not going to discriminate anything if I don't believe in something I'm not taking a picture of it, sticking mm-hmm. it on or around my wrist or on my neck or hat or tie or whatever it is. I've had tie companies, sock companies, yeah, we all wear socks, but you, when has anybody really ever seen me in a tie? They haven't. So yeah. why do I want to, five or six ties get sent to me and, and put all these posts on, you know? Do you think your audience would me. then
0: know, oh, Darren never wears a tie? Now he's wearing a tie and he's promoting this? Yeah,
1: track. I'm not saying I wouldn't wear a tie and put a suit on and have nice picture. Of course I would. Um, but to be honest with you, it's not really me will I put a toll in the future probably who knows you know this might come back and bite me in the back side <laughs> um, you know um, but what because what, in, in you, you obviously know a lot of
0: influencers in, in this space and I do too you know what, what would you say that maybe some of them maybe need to improve upon
1: well the influencers that I know I've become friends with I would say probably nothing because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're good lads to be honest with you, they're, they're, you know, that's their job for me it's always been a hobby but some of them it is, is their job but the ones that I know uh, Carl Thompson's a good example of that Hawkins and Shepherd, he's got his own brand Yeah, yeah. very respectful guy he's a young lad Carl,
0: Carl knows business as well Carl's right? a good
1: businessman got a lot of time for Carl um, I've mentioned him on purpose because you've just asked me uh, somebody that I inspire to with this world that he's in He's more natural to it than I will ever be. Um, but we've met up a few times, a few occasions. We've had a box together at the CoBox that he's an ambassador of. He's helped me a lot in lots of ways, lots of messages. Um, so if anybody out there wants to look at his, the way he does his advertising, I would say there's a good one to look at. Mm. Yeah, you're going to get some people that will advertise absolutely everything and, and get their paid or, they're free or gifted, as you say, these days. Uh, so it gets gifted, and they, and they want to put ten pictures out of there. That's also fine if they want to do that. But for me, I can't do that. Mm. You know, I've just recently doing a collaboration with uh, Gant. They've contacted me. Uh, I'm going to be choosing some items, and I'm going to advertise for them. Uh, it's a good brand, so I've said yes to that yeah. one. I do a bit with Goodwin Smith shoes in the UK. A little bit with Bode Skins, and leather jackets, because it's products that I believe in. Mm. I'm not going to insult any people that follow me all of a sudden while sticking a shirt and tie the a suit on just to say that oh my god i love this suit yeah, if i don't yeah. does that make sense yeah of course and i think that's so,
0: that's, a, that's the best way of of treating this and i think maybe it was because you did it as a hobby in a way and it still is yeah exactly <laughs> and and you did it for maybe your mental health as well so and you and you saying that you only want to impact one person yeah has that whole approach yeah and that
1: one person's normally been my son oh, if I'm wow. totally honest with you I'm a doctor obviously um, and it has to a certain degree I'm not going to talk about him too much um, when people look at my wall if they read my captions they'll see on there there's always a double barrel meaning somewhere and it's always the truth as well so it's not always about what I've been doing today yeah. yes I've been running and posing with my bag or my coat you know or with new shoes or whatever that's obviously part of it but it's a, it's what I'm saying in the in the captions or the quotes or whatever you want to call it the words there's always a double meaning in there so yes it can be what I've been doing that day or what I'm going to be doing I'm a big believer in not telling people too much what you're going to go and do show them mm. um, every single person that comments on my wall I comment back to mm. it's not always just a thumbs up or a smiley face or a, sometimes it's five or six words ten words or whatever depending on who it is and what they've also put. But I get some genuinely nice comments, so I've, I feel that I've got the right to, uh, to, to to comment back. Yes, it takes hours a day, and it's seven days a week, and it can be quite stressful, believe it or not. Um, I, I said to myself last January, not the one that's just got the one before, I'm gonna try and post seven days a week and see what happens. That was the hardest thing I've ever done online, mm. and the hardest thing I've ever done uh, to try and keep the content well, and and to gain respect, but it all worked. It all paid off. It's all yeah. paid off nicely now. Then all the collaborations have started to come. So all these things that's happening to me now, people think it's just you wake up one morning, right? I'm going to go on Instagram. I'm going to put a picture on there, and men with street style are going to come along and love me and, and and post me 20 times, and I'm going to have all these followers and have all these brands and all this money coming in. It's complete opposite.
0: Yeah, and I think that's I've only been here. You know, not, not long and seeing your work ethic of, you know, doing video messages, commenting back. And you say you comment back to every single one, the photos, the time you put into it all yeah. you know, I think Actually, a lot of people don't see that with no. influencers. They, they see it as like they take a nice pretty picture and that's it. They don't see as well the first photo that you ever put out. Well, you know, and the fear you had to, you were talking about the fear
1: you had to get over to get on. I've got that on here. I've got my first picture on. I left that on purpose. Yeah. The first time i decided to put myself on Instagram uh, as a, a proper picture from a mobile phone, which none of them are from a mobile phone now. Yeah. But that's how it was. And you've seen the pictures around my house, the original ones, how it all started and why it started and and, and to give these, to give it a go, basically. Um it's just been such a good story for me and I, use, I, use, I also use Instagram now as a visual diary so when mm-hmm. I go back through my wall and click on a picture I remember where it was obviously because it's located and tagged up who I was with who took the photo what we was doing what I was wearing look look at some of my early ones now and I cringe but I want to keep them on that's, there on that's purpose that's nice it's almost like the old school photo book isn't it You're same thing. Through it. modern day photo book but it's obviously a modern day diary for me because it's a visual diary Uh, today's picture uh, it was with Memory Street Style I've mentioned them a couple of times I'm not plugging them by the (laughs) way Um, but the caption on there after yesterday was Valentine's Day and we uh, we went to London we've met a a friend we've had some pictures one of them is on Memory Street Style today Um, but we was working on Valentine's Day together as a team Mm -hmm. and a partner and we was working to get the shot right for them with the outfit to be good enough to a put their logo on it to go on memory Street Style which is yeah. part of the collaboration that we do and, and it's worked again it's gone on there but the point I'm trying to make is on today's photo underneath the main bit where I'm obliged to be mentioning Memory Street Style I've put on there love what you do or, and you do it well or something like that yeah, yeah. I can't actually remember now I've just said that but whatever the caption is underneath is what you've just said my work ethic but I'm passionate about it yeah on Valentine's Day we should be having some roses and sitting there with a glass of wine or whatever and looking into each other's eyes and telling them what you love each other we was out working shooting pictures because mm. we love doing that yeah and it's the process isn't it the process the sun was out we're in London we're buzzing we're taking pictures we get a nice shot that's the one we're going to use and, and that's what we do because mm. we love it we're not harming anyone you know um, we're not even showing off it is, it's it is what it says in my caption today. Love what you do and you do yeah. it well. Yeah, I think that's so,
0: so important. And you kind of said, you know, I've, I've drove here today, but I don't ever drive here and think, oh, you know, not looking forward to this because, yeah. you know, I shifted from the fashion industry to this. And a big reason because of that was, again, to enjoy it. Like, I was I was losing passion over the fashion stuff. Whereas this, obviously, because of the personal story, mm. is something that I just love doing. And it doesn't feel like... Well, work you know yeah. some days it does as you probably well i'm not paying, so <laughs> yeah some days it's it, we we'll about it, finances in a minute yeah, yeah. as you were saying some days you do get stressed or or you know there's times just you daily yeah exactly but i think that's just normal so you know it's enjoying enjoying the process and that's that's kind of what i wanted to highlight in, in this as well is that this was essentially for you yeah a hobby it wasn't
1: you know it's a is to be honest with you because if yeah. again if you look on my page it says personal blog it doesn't mm-hmm. say influencer or public figure or anything like that. It says personal blog. It is what it is. Yeah, you know, I'm an English guy, down to earth. What you see is what you get. That is it. It's on there. Let's
0: let's, if you don't mind, let's talk about um men and the fact of yeah. you know male suicides so high. You know your background in the construction industry, the construction industry and, and suicides in that industry are are shocking. You know what, why do you think? Men are struggling at this moment and, and especially with mental health. Um,
1: I didn't realize that the construction industry until you mentioned it a few minutes ago and, and just now was that that was mm-hmm. the situation there to be honest with you. Um, the male environment that I grew up in uh, from a 15 year old, I'd left school, no qualifications by the way, nothing other than photography, which hasn't really done me any good. Um, I was in a building sites and doing extensions and um, and working with a manly environment that was a typical 1960s man, which was a man's man and a man's world, and all the mm. rest of it. You know, them guys are now obviously in their late 60s, 70s. A lot of them are not even here. Um, so I didn't realise that was the situation. And it's certainly not something you would have been brought to being a subject anyway. Mm. But I think with social media, and the, um, we're all susceptible to the social media thing these days, or the TV or the internet, you know. The, Facebooks, everything, social media, it's out there within seconds. So it's, I think it's always been there, but the, because it wasn't out there like it is today, it's more, so, you know, it's, yeah. it, it, because it's right in front of you 24-7 pretty much if you want it to be. Um, what causes these things? I don't know. What causes a, a builder to want to go and commit suicide? I don't know. Is it because it, the, the work's too hard? Is it because they're doing something they don't want to do? Is it because they didn't do so good at school? Perhaps, like myself, I hated school. Didn't didn't do very well at school. Do you school. think that? Do you think you could have spoke to the guys at work about um, the depression or stress? Or... I think that's down to the individual and what confidence you got. As a seventeen, eighteen year old lad, I was always wanted to be a builder. I was passionate about being a bricklayer, um, but that subject never ever arose because I wasn't depressed. I didn't feel depressed. I was I anxiety a bit? I think everybody gets anxiety mm. on a daily basis. You have got to be some sort of Especially a person that don't suffer from anxiety at some point in your life, mm. whether you're worried about passing your driving test, or going to school for the first time, or, or going to get a job for the first time. You know, there's always something that's going to be your first time. What I try and say to my uh, my kids is, uh, listen, there's always going to be a first time for everything. Go out there and make a few mistakes. That's how you learn. Um, I'm a massive believer in that I'm not bothered about falling over believe you me I've fallen over that many times not literally but in life Uh, dust yourself down come on Darren start again and keep going but you've got to have that certain um, uh, mentality about you to be like that anyway do you think a lot of that was how you was brought up? That yeah. I kind was of, brought know. up by my father and my mum. Uh, was seven days a week workers working for themselves uh, the shop. My dad was a builder. and uh, They've had several businesses. Uh, they've grafted all their life. They've only ever bought things if they could afford it. They're not rich by any way means. Um, they actually split up about um, 20 years ago. No, not 20, about 15 years ago. Possibly, I'm not going to blame this in case my dad ever sees this, but that didn't help. In my Mm. late, mid-30s, early 30s to my late 30s, I had all the turmoil of my parents splitting up. So that possibly, you know, that didn't help. You don't really expect it. No, you don't expect it, no, but my father's happy now, so, you know, and that's the main thing. Everybody deserves happiness, no matter what. There's There's always two sides to every story. But sometimes, again, like I said to you earlier, you think differently every five years... You know, at thirty years old or whatever, thirty-three years old, I uh you know, um, my son was born. Um, he was only little then. My daughter was along, and I got the pressure then of my parents splitting up. I'm thinking, "Lord me, this shouldn't be happening." Mm. You know, it's happened to me as well. But these things do happen in life. You know, I know you don't go to get married uh, one day. My partner won't mind me saying this. You don't go to get married one day and you think you're going to be together forever and 2.4 children and live happily ever after. Nice house, nice cars, nice holiday, nice clothes. Hey, put a picture on Facebook or Instagram yeah. or Twitter and it's everything rosy. And always the case. It's, it's hard work, isn't it? Um, but again, going back to the, the Instagram thing, what you see is real. Yeah, if we put a picture on there together, you see our smiley faces, we're generally happy. Yeah. some people put that on there and you can tell a mile away they're far from happiness. Yeah, yeah. so that's the fake side of it that and I, I mean, don't va- like.
0: Valentine's Day yesterday I mean um, my wife was scrolling through her I think her Instagram and I looked over and I was just like you know it's all these happy happy couples yeah. are sitting there watching telly even I straight away yeah. something you know you start judging yourself in a way of you know they're on the beach and celebrating and I think you know that is the danger with it and I think a lot of it is we're just not tall. you know we're not tall how to deal with social media or... Yeah,
1: I mean, again, yesterday, Valentine's Day, we're meeting a, a model guy that who's a proper model, not like us. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, again, all met through Instagram. Very, very nice lads, twin Brett and twin Scott. They call themselves online. They've modeled for our Marnie. And, you know, these are nice guys, not quite as old as you. I think they're about 26, 27. They're doing it full time. I was going to say not as good looking. <laughs> <do> yeah. <they? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> They're, um, they're really nice they've been brought roll these lads they, you know, they used yeah. to play football but they're, they're now modelling full time Instagram for them is just another way of showing another picture of yeah. they're not bothered but we met them well, me and Helen we're out we're taking pictures we're, so to get that picture on for today people don't see that they just think mm. that picture magic's up and it pops up and you get a thousand likes and 300 comments but it takes a long time yeah. so again instead of sitting there whining and the dining we're out taking pictures enjoying ourselves but again that I don't get the right picture I I can feel everything going well done a minute here so you're almost pressurising yourself Mm. you can take 75 pictures and not get one you like Mm. you can take 3 or 4 pictures and boom you've got the one you want Okay, get it edited let's get it sent off and let's get it on yeah Yeah, gives you that little endorphin rush again Mm. you know Um, so going back to the couples thing being happy not being happy the fakeness. We was out doing what we wanted to do yesterday. We get on a train, we're in London, we're meeting good people, we're having our drinks and our coffees and our pictures. So it's work really. And yeah, the the results are there. It's on Memory Street style today. So yeah. I'm definitely not plugging Memory Street <laughs> I've mentioned that too many times. But no,
0: I think it's I think it's great what you're doing and like you said, you are happy to be authentic. What I like about you as well is you use the photos to kind of Inspire, grab someone's attention, but then you always spend a bit of time on the caption, like the quote, or Absolutely. give them some positive message, which I think, you know, is so important for for Instagram in particular to try and use that caption to maybe get something a bit more positive across as well. Like with your son, is that kind yeah. of a similar approach?
1: Yeah. Well, the reason, the other reason why I wanted to do it for for Aaron as well was really I wanted to show him that you can build something from nothing if mm. you're determined. My kids was then a little bit younger. They see me putting pictures online like any teenager. Oh, God, my dad's online, my mum's online. <laughs> Quit, don't like it, don't look at it. Yeah. Let's have a picture together, I want to see if I'll see you on a Sunday. And something for my members, you know, have a little selfie, that, that yeah, yeah. you cringe. Now they want a picture with me. Yeah. Quite funny, really. it's gone full circle. Um, but they're very, very pleased for me. They know the collaborations are coming now. And again, if you're trying to do this to earn a living, kids you got to do it because you love it. Yeah, I'm doing it because I love it. And that's why the money side of things will start to trickle in now and the collaborations with the good brands. Um, so your kids, are your kids very proud of? Yeah, I think they are, yeah. Well, I know they are really. But yeah, my son always messages me, DMs me all the time. He knows if he wants to get older of me now, it's pretty much through Instagram. Uh, the old text message gone out the window now or WhatsApp or whatever. So um, he always DMs me and says he likes this picture. He, he told me a few months ago to change my profile picture and it was a picture that Carl Thompson took of me we met with him and we went to the gentleman show uh, the grooming show in London um, in Shoreditch we had a couple of pictures one of them's online me and Carl walking together and he took a picture of me that I thought god I'm not going to like this we sat in a coffee shop we edited it he sent it to me I loved it it's now my profile picture yeah uh, thanks, Carl. <laughs> so, if you're watching this, um, so it's my profile picture on me WhatsApp and on me Facebook or anything social media. I, the same consistency. My stories are pretty clean as well, uh, and uh, you don't know who's looking. Mm. Gant told me this. They learnt me this, and a terrific of other brands. They've been. They watch you for a long time. Yeah. They don't just pick you up. Oh. Let's give him five hundred pounds worth of clothes. They look at you, you know. So all these things, what I'm trying to talk about, realistically, I try and help my son and say, look, you can do all these things, but you've got to be passionate about it. You're not just going to set up online and make a, a load of money overnight, unless you. Uh very lucky <laughs> yeah I
0: love that as well So I remember someone once said to me teach your kids by what you do rather than what you say and definitely I think, like, that's definitely definitely doing isn't
1: it you can tell your kids or your youngsters you can lecture them every day of the week I've been there done it got their t-shirts probably still do to a certain degree they'll only ever do what they want to do my dad told me a lot of things I'll only ever do what I want to do um, let them see your actions let them see what's happening let them see you know and um, that's how they start you know learning in life I do believe somebody said something to me a few weeks ago actually how old do you think it is before kids start learning to drive said, what do you think the age is what age do you think it is when they start learning to drive seven, I don't know I'd say 17 straight away. every single person will say 17 it's when they get in that baby seat and they're in the back seat and yeah, all strapped yeah, in yeah. and they're watching you on your mobile phone or if you smoke and mm. one on your you moves, you're going hello mate you know you're driving along they're watching all that that's true yeah guilty yet have I been done for speeding have I been done for being on my mobile phone yet yeah. have I been done for smoking no I don't smoke I'm a clean living lad <laughs> um, and I'm thinking to myself blimey yeah oh yeah i have speeded. of course I've speeded. I've been in the cars I've always had nice cars I'd like to have a nice car you know and thinking about it now God my son and daughters watch me do this yeah. they don't see that nowadays that's a good way that's a good way of putting it yeah, does that make sense yeah, so you're yeah. influencing them from a very early age it's not always as you say what we say it's what we do it's what, it's what you, doing do. It's what you do and they're sitting there watching that. Mm. They're sitting there watching me go to the gym at six o'clock in the morning when I was living at home with them and uh, coming back, taking them to school because I, my job allowed me to do that. I'm mm. so proud of the fact that I was able to do that for the first, you know, 10 years or whatever. And um, obviously you get to a stage where your daughter don't want to hold you around anymore. <laughs> <about eight laughs> year, you know, it breaks your heart. Yeah. You'll have all this to come. <laughs> so all these things, they, they see you doing. They see you go to the gym. They see you working hard. They see you having nice things. So naturally then they're going to want some of that, hopefully. Mm. I read something on Twitter the other day. If um, This was my age group, obviously. If you're looking at your parents and they're still working really, really hard, work harder Yeah, because you need to do something. But my dad's always been, work hard, work hard. Seven days a week, graft, graft, graft. I'm a big believer in work smart, not hard. So when you say work hard, I cringe a little bit. I think work smart these days. Mm. And the kids don't even realise it. You know, it's today. We're sitting here, but kids get on this earn some money well I like always we said you don't get on that to earn money but you can there's so much
0: opportunity yeah, so yeah. much
1: opportunity today I like get all these kids saying I don't know what to do they don't they want this there's no opportunities out there it was alright for you when you was younger yeah of course it was alright for me on a building site every day of the week never had all those things nowadays mm. the internet every single opportunity Instagram whatever it is on social media or just the internet there's, there's an opportunity there yeah yeah definitely hide be on the computer you don't want to talk to anybody and tap the right buttons you can you know
0: yeah and i think that's another amazing thing with social media is it's such a platform now that you can share a message you know you can share this is what i'm trying to do in mental health you know yeah. share something that can hopefully as you say inspire people or, or get them to seek help and it has a bad rap doesn't it but but it's it's it can be such a positive thing and like you say there's so much opportunity it's, it's scary
1: I think sometimes with the bad rap it gets on the press I think it was on there recently um, on the TV about I don't know certain pictures yeah and should Instagram or Facebook or whatever Facebook only Instagram mm. should they take them off yeah they should mm. if there's some pornographic picture on there that you come across and you don't it, it don't want to be on there it needs to be getting shot down yeah. you know if someone's taking a picture of some girl or some boy and uh, they fell out and then they've they have put it online how dangerous is that and then it goes viral that picture should be gone yeah. if you report it there should be a system in place I believe where that is protected definitely there should also be a system however this could happen I don't know that if you go to load a picture like that, it won't let you load it. Mm. That'd be even better. So rather than getting it out there, because within seconds, as everybody knows in this generation, it could be within ten minutes it could have been seen by a million people. Yeah, yeah. And then that million people could have sent it to somebody else, two million people. Stop it in the first place from going out there, but it's also about education, isn't it? Mm you're never going to stop a kid sending a picture of themselves to someone a boyfriend a girlfriend they, they've all done it who hasn't done it they've yeah. all done it and then it goes bloody really wildfire you know stop that in the first place education but surely the, with the technology today there must be something in place where Instagram or Twitter or again social media can stop that being loaded I think that would be a, a good mm-hmm. thing but but that's not we put the world to rights no
0: I love that I, I love that I was letting you speak because I didn't want to jump Sorry. in because it was no it's perfect it's, 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 I think as we say there's a lot of the government for example you know there was all social media needs to be looked at yeah you know the government needs to take more responsibility for the waiting list for the lack of funding but yeah. I like 100% agree that yes you know Instagram Facebook need to do more with the actual images so I think you know I just want to say thank you for for your honesty thank you for the coffee inviting me in no, okay. and um, I just want you to end it with maybe if you don't mind if, if someone's maybe watching this and they are struggling or yeah. maybe they you know feel like everything's kind of coming on top of them mm-hmm. what would you say to them?
1: the first thing I'd say to depend on the age group obviously um, if it's you know late teens or whatever because um, I'm going to be talking to them like a parent now um, there is a light at the end of the tunnel definitely um, anybody in the adult world get yourself exercising but kids get yourself exercising for me that works so that's the, that's the first thing what I would also do is try and be um, create things where, if you like something, do more of it. Mm. Do more of the things that you like, not the things you don't like. We all have to do things we don't like in the life. Um, but if you can find something that you really enjoy doing, for me, at, at the moment, it's now Instagram. It was boxing and bits and pieces. It's now Instagram. You know, I like doing it. Yeah, some days it feels like a job. Probably it almost turned into a bit of a job now. Um so, do more of the things you like and less of the things you don't like. That's a good, good way of trying to control things. Exercise. You are what you eat. Um, I'm a big believer in what Joe Wicks, the body coach, is doing. Yeah. He's a friend of mine as well. Uh, my friends are going through Instagram, get to one of his live workouts, did a collaboration with Mini Park Lane in London, became friends with Joe. Joe sends me messages. And, but what that man's doing with all the schools and everything else...
0: I'm a massive fan of it
1: so he's only 30 years old I think 31 but he inspires me it should be the other way around but Mm. you know and we've had this conversation so exercise sunshine do the things you really like doing whether that be going out with all your mates or or drinking with your friends whatever you're doing just do that really talk about it seek help go to the doctors definitely and have a chat and if pills are the way forward Take the pills, but with the pills, I would definitely say still exercise. Yeah, you yeah. get a double barrel, so you're going to get the pill. Once it eventually starts working, it don't happen overnight. That will take weeks and weeks and weeks, and you've got to be on it for a long period of time. But that with exercise, it could balance it out as well. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. for me, if it's up the blue days, get out. And don't sit here doing interviews like this. Get yourself, get yourself out there. And, yeah, uh, you're aching to go uh, out. I'm aching to get out. <laughs> you know, get some rays on you uh, and, and take a picture and whatever it is you, you enjoy doing basically yeah. that, that's what I say I used to have a little thing about going out and buying clothes all the time yes I've liked clothes but my quick fix used to be a bit of time on my hands right let's go to the shops this was back in the days where I had to pay a full price for everything and skimp myself just to get this item on but nowadays, again, that's different because I'm quite fortunate enough that brands give me things now or get a very, very good discount on things. So that's made that a little bit easier. Um, but I used to get a quick fix. Oh yeah, i got a new top, fantastic. Do you, do you think just quickly, do you think that's a good thing? Yes and no. It was for me at the time. i got this new top on, a new uh, whatever jumper it is and get it on and uh, wears off. Once you've bought the top the next yeah, morning, yeah. you wake up and boom, you're back again. Get go back out again if you've got the money to do it don't get in credit card debt mm. go and do it again pair of jeans oh fantastic you know all those things are quick fixes yeah, yeah a long term fix definitely for me is the exercise you are what you eat if you're going to eat burgers and chips and McDonald's not branded McDonald's or fast foods uh, unhealthy food yeah. or junk food seven days a week you're going to feel like it Excuse yeah I agree yeah the healthier you eat the more exercise you do the more you'll want to do the fetter and the better you look the nicer clothes will fit nicer you feel better about yourself you know all those things are a combination of um, getting better really yeah but most importantly talk about it yeah so if anybody wants to slide into my DMs they can do if they see this you will obviously tag me up on this and if I can help one person give them a little message or, or if this video uh, or podcast or whatever you want to call it interview uh, is helping one person it's been worth me spending two hours of my day with you, Paul. You've travelled two hours. I'm giving you two hours back. We'll probably have a little bit longer yet. But we're, actually, we're all right yet. We don't have to cut it short <laughs> just now. I'm enjoying it now. Um, He's good, just, we've going talking now. And by the way, this is literally my first ever, ever but no, chat with I, I, anybody.
0: I, I honestly want to say thank you and just, you know, for being open and honest. And I. Uh, this is you've made it easy for this to be the first one that I've
1: done. So well, I feel honoured. I appreciate. Thank that. Thank you very man. much. I, I feel, feel honoured that you've asked me anyway. Now I was dead nervous before you got here. You banged on the door dead on twelve o'clock, as I mentioned. So yeah, you know, it's been an honour. So uh, everybody's enjoyed listening to me waffling. Not <laughs> <bit. laughs> you're not
0: waffling. But what we do is we will. I'll link up to Darren, um, and you're probably going to see a lot of this interview, and hopefully it's helped. Maybe show a different side to to someone that you. You know, might see on Instagram and um, make a media judgment of. So, huge thanks again. No problem and at all. Thank thank you all very see much. you all very soon. So, I just want to jump in here at the end and say thank you for listening to this all the way through. A huge thanks again to Darren. It was completely honest and open and I didn't expect that from him again if you have a little look on his Instagram he does as he says drop some captions that kind of inspire but I never really expected him to open up as much as he did and it's you know the reaction of the video since it's gone live has been amazing Darren's been sending me you know message after message after message of people saying how it helped them and that really is the the importance with this series it's For me all about the impact and showing a different side to maybe the influencer and showing more people that you know people that they might idolize people that they might look up to people that they may be influenced by I'll be in open as well, so it might inspire them to get help too. I've got some exciting interviews coming up, ones with the likes of Aaron Marino, who's I think coming up to five million subscribers on YouTube. I've got one with another YouTube style heavier weight, um, Antonio Centano, who's got over two million subscribers. Got one with Eric Banholds from Beardbrand, who's got just over a million subscribers on YouTube. Um, I've got a few with some relationship influencers as well so people in a relationship and you know hashtag relationship goals it all looks pretty rosy but let's kind of see what they can share on camera and in this episode as well so you know I just want to say thank you and if you enjoyed it I'd love for you to leave a rating review on the podcast subscribe to the podcast to make sure that you don't miss any of those other episodes and I'll catch you all soon